Welcome back to Championship Bow Hunting, now fueled by Mountain Ops. Super excited to be partnering with Mountain Ops and their organization. Great, great products with you know bow hunters in mind and, and hunters in general, but great products they're they're creating out there. You know, we will be delivering some more information moving forward as far as uh, how we're going to be partnering with them. Um, you know, it, it, with our with our podcast, with our giveaways, including our Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge, also. So make sure you check out getmountainops.com for up-to-date information and all the products that they carry. We do have our first newsletter that's going to be going out here in about a week. If you haven't signed up yet, go to championshipbowhunting.com, sign up for that. The giveaway is exclusive to the membership list on that newsletter, so check that out. We're going to close out this week's topic of off-season motivation uh, with Zach Griffith, and, and Zach's got a lot of information. He's a hardcore guy, so without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and introduce Zach. Uh, continuing with this week's series of big hitters, uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue today with Mr. Zach Griffith himself. Zach has uh, a, a killer online following. Zach is, you know, he his his content is regular. His content is very fitting to bow hunting and bow hunting the backcountry. And and just a high energy guy, you know, a lot of respect for Zach. So, um, welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate the opportunity, man. Hey, so you know, this week we've been talking <clears throat> with guys like yourself that you know you're out there, you're, you're you're delivering content, you're you're trying to to teach people, you're you're helping spread the word, and um, you know, specifically a video I saw you put up uh, recently on the lifting weights makes you a better bow hunter. I mean. Get, touch a little bit on that. Tell me, uh, what, what what was the inspiration or motivation for that video? Well, I mean, if you, if you know anything about my background, I'm I'm as about as into fitness and, and weight training as I am to hunting. I mean, it's pretty much like a split right now in the middle. So, I've always lifted weights. I played baseball and football. Grew up, played college baseball and lifted. And, you know, it's just always been a part of my life. And then I've always hunted, but the two never really correlated until. I don't know, maybe four or five years ago when I just started realizing how tough public land hunting has become and how the guys that I knew that were actually harvesting trophy animals consistently were all in amazing shape. And the case in point was Cameron Haynes. I mean, the guy, the first time I ever saw him on an Eastman Bow Hunting Journal video, he or Eastman's, excuse me, he remember looking at, he's holding his bow and you can see the vasculature in his forearm. And I was just like, man, I want to, this guy's ripped. He obviously trains for this. Like I just remember that was the that was the turning point for me. Like I already knew how to get strong. I knew I knew how muscle function improved athletic performance. But I never looked at sport or hunting as the sport or the end goal of the athletic performance. So from that point on, I started training with hunting as the motivator to have a better fall, a funner fall, a more successful fall. And honestly, man, just treat my body like a machine where I just want to turbocharge it. You know, the speed limit is 65, but you buy a Ferrari because it goes 220. You can't really go 220, but it's fun to say, you know, the car will do it. And I'm not saying my body's a Ferrari. Don't even go to that point. But I'm saying, you know, push yourself so that you're capable of things you didn't think were possible before. And it's amazing. It's, it's rewarding. It's fulfilling. And I believe 
and, and you know, in the title of that the film, going back to what you asked, it, you know, it was actually "Does Lifting Weights Make You a Better Hunter?" Question mark. The reason I made it a question is because I knew if I made it as a statement, it's going to cause a ton of drama that I really don't want to deal with. So I left it as an open-ended question, expecting some, you know, critique and some feedback. But I do believe, um, in general, that uh, for most guys that have a nine-to-five job and are in the desk and they're not able to hike and guide and hunt year-round like a lot of guys do, uh, we have to do something to keep our edge in the off-season. I have about a three-month hunting season. I have nine months off. Um, the math alone will tell you that you're hunting a lot less than you're resting. So you've either got to, you know, do a crash course a week before hunting season and start getting in shape, which I do not recommend, or be healthy, happy, happier, and better prepared by just building a regimen that centers around hunt synergistic training that's going to build your the muscles and the the, the, the functionality and the endurance that was going to you know equate to a more successful mountain experience. And that's you know weight training is a huge part of that. In the video, I say you know I don't your 315-pound bench press record is not going to help you kill a deer. But if you focus your training and your, and your lifts around building that, you know, that mountain athletic physique, it absolutely will equate to you killing more deer. It doesn't make you a better shot. It doesn't make you better at stalking or reading deer or knowing their patterns. or That's just learned through experience. But, heck, man, the, the longer you can stay up there and the longer you can go and endure, then the more experience you're going to gather, and then ultimately you'll become a better hunter. So, you know, it absolutely training equates to more success in the field no doubt in my mind yeah and and you know one way to to flip that around because you may not want to make that statement but i don't have a problem making that statement um is hey look at it this way does lifting will lifting weights make you worse of a hunter absolutely not no way right yeah so uh, you look at it so if it doesn't make if it's not going to make you worse then obviously it will at least make you keep you the same or make you better so absolutely and what, one thing so, I did, I mean, I, I know you and I've seen you train, I, or I've seen you perform, excuse me. I watched you train a hunt and was blown away. Um, but you're obviously very in tune with your athleticism, your body, everything. There is a point with lifting, and you've seen this, and I'm just, you know, not, not even to argue, more just to just make a clear point. Lifting weights and growing your muscle is only part of the equation. You have to build functional muscle that there's still useful to you like too much muscle you're just going to slow yourself down you're going to need more calories more water you're stiffening up you lose flexibility it's a balance you want to be strong but you also want to be fit and i think a lot of guys go to the gym and i see them and i i love they're just i just think they're silly the guys that weigh 350 and they can bench 350 it's like what, what good does that do your heart's going to quit on you before you're 41 years old you've got to have a balance for your frame where it's like you know, my height and weight justifies just the right amount of muscle that I'm strong and tough and I can carry two elk quarters or whatever, but at the same time, I'm not bogged down with excessive weight and fat that I don't need just to be stronger, you know, for my ego on the bench. That, that's it, man. And like you said, because we are hunters and we're, you know, we have that, that end goal or that perspective of, hey, yeah, this is going to make, I guess what we should, what I'm trying to say is, identifying how it will make you better in the field. And Absolutely. like you said, once you once you've been out on the mountains once or twice and if you realize, hey man, I might be a little bit too much too much mass right now, if hunting is is really your passion, 
well, then you cater your lifestyle or your, your, your regimen to that. But Absolutely. if, you know, the guys that just want to get bulked up, I, I, I see where they're at too, but they're, you know, they may not be hunters. They may not be, uh, packing, packing meat off the mountain and, and having to deal with that. But it, I mean, anyway, that, that being said, I agree with you. I think that it, to me, it, it makes me better. I don't, I've adjusted my, uh, my workout routine over the last 15, 18 years since, you know, leaving high school and college the same way. I used to hit the weights really hard and not as much cardio. And then it seems like now I'm, I'm so much more in tune with doing core exercises and, and cardio and, and then the weights are probably 25% of what I do now because I don't know, you know, I, I, I see what my end goal is. I can stay in really good shape in doing it that way. And I've learned through experience of what it takes for me to be ready because I agree with you. If if I'm 125, if I'm going to train for 125 percent of what I could encounter in the field, then hunting's easy. You know, or, or at least not not hunting, but traversing the terrain would be easy. It's fun too. Yeah, because I mean, you get to, you, many, you're not sucking wind. No, how many guys come home from the hunt and they're like, dude, it wasn't even fun. I was, I blistered. I was sore. I couldn't breathe. I'm just like. I mean, no offense, but you're a moron. Like, why yeah. would you not have prepared? You had a, a year. You knew you drew that elk tag. You knew you had the points. Why would you you wait 15 years for a tag? I mean, you could have taken even six months. Just tweak your diet a little. I'm not telling you to do a bodybuilding competition and, you know, take selfies at the gym like I do. I'm saying just improve, prepare. Like, give the mountain and the animals the respect they deserve. Uh, you know, another Cameron Haynes thing, I'm not trying to make this about him, but the guy's got some awesome stuff. Like he says, animals don't take a break. <laughs> They're not like right. taking the, the, the summer off and porking up. They're not going and getting wasted at the club. And it, it, they, they, they're surviving year round. And, and obviously we have a lot of tools that level out the playing field, like long range rifles and really badass bow gear and stuff. You know, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, if you want to keep up, and especially with a trophy animal, I mean, killing a deer is not, I'm talking about killing a trophy, the mature, intelligent deer. You, you should better step up your game or you're going to waste a lot of time, you know. And the whole the whole point is obviously to try to kill something. I, I don't think that's the, the ultimate, like, you know, measure measure of success is did you tag out, but it's, that's why I'm there. Don't get me wrong. And that's always my goal. I would love to tag out every hunt, but I know that doesn't work with bowline. That's not how it happens. And that's fine. It's not, that's not, it makes it that much sweeter when it does. It's okay. You know, I expect to fail most of the time um, with that mind, mindset that when it does happen, it'll be worth it. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, you go into the season, you plan to win. You're not going in there, you know, no, nah, I'm probably not going to fill my tag anyway, but I'm going to go ahead and go through with it. No, man, you're, you're going in there, your mind's right, your body's right, your equipment's ready, and it's that three-headed monster that it's, you know what, you're, you're giving it your best, you know, your best you to try to fill that tag. And like you said, if you walk away and you don't fill the tag, well, there's so many other things that, that are involved that you don't have control over that, you know what, I can walk off the mountain not punching a tag knowing that I did everything I could off season and in season and, and leave, ha you know, content with it and, and ready to move on for next season. You know, it's funny, Phil, this year, um, I, I signed with Hoyt back in March and, you know, I felt like, okay, cause you know, my last few years I've had a lot of hunts. And so and I'll, I'll admit this to anybody. I'm not the best hunter. There's lots of guys that smoke me bow hunting and rifle hunting, but, and, but I have been able to go on a lot of hunts and I feel like the, 
the amount of times I've gone, I've been able to harvest a good amount of animals. So maybe I hunt more than most guys, and that's how I, you know, catch up and kill more stuff or whatever. But this year, you know, my finances were limited. I, I went through a divorce. I moved to Utah, started a new career. So I hunted with general tags. There were archery tags. I really only had three tags, a two, a general deer, general elk, and then a really good Wyoming tag. And I killed a buck the second day down there with my bow because that was just a great tag. There was great deer everywhere. But when I came up here to Utah, I hunted uh, the Wasatch unit, which is the most rugged, nasty stuff. It's the mountains east of Salt Lake where all the big skews are. It's like Snowbird, Alcara, Park City, Brighton. Those are all that. And I hunted that literally four or five days a week um, from September all the way to November 30th. And I, if you, you, I know how you hunt, so you'll understand this is like literally two to 4,000 vertical feet a day. Like it's just straight up and it goes all the way to 11,000 feet. And I chased the deer from the top down as the winter, you know, progressed and transitioned and moved. But in, in the three, two, three months I hunted, um, I lost 10 pounds. I was already under 10% body fat. So I trimmed down to like the leanest I've ever been. I completely expend every ounce of energy and focus I could before and after work to try to kill a buck. And I never even launched an arrow in two and a half months. I saw giant deer. I saw, I saw deer at 40 yards that were as big as anything I've ever, ever harvested, but I never even let an arrow go. And when it was all said and done, you know, the critics and a lot of, a lot of guys that just don't get it, you know, come out and say, you know, do you ever kill anything? Or, you know, you have, you know, you're sponsored, but you don't kill stuff. You just take selfies, whatever. You know, I, I laugh it off because deep down inside, one of two things. One, I know I push myself harder than I ever have in my life. And two, I have a sense of humor, man. There's irony in that. Like the hard, the hardest I've ever hunted, I never even shot an arrow. And to me, when it's all said and done, I'm smiling right now talking about it. Like, my season kicked ass. It was unbelievable. I grew. I became a better hunter. I didn't connect on a big buck. But the kind of deer I'm trying to kill, man, I mean, I don't expect to kill one every year. These are six, seven, eight, nine-year-old big 200-inch bucks that, you know, guys barely even see, let alone get arrows in. And so, you know, my my, my fall was rewarding as hell. And all my training, it, it worked because I was able to hunt three, four days a week, burning 2,000 calories a hike easily with my pack and my camera gear. And it's all because I was physically ready to do it. And I didn't kill one, but I didn't quit. And that's the that was the triumph. That was the victory for me. You know, like I busted my ass and my trophy was looking back at my fall saying, I can't believe I did that. It was awesome, you know. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and we've we've all had those seasons, man. I mean, it's it's one of those deals, like you said, you learn from it, you appreciate it, and and you you move on because it's hunting, you know. And success rates are 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 what they are. But you know, the other thing is you gotta you gotta put it in perspective too. I mean, I've I've got to see some of your hunts on film that you've put out, and it's it's not easy to record yourself hunting, and and let alone tagging out, right? I mean. To yeah, to be able pretty, to make everything, put it together, to have to have everything work out perfectly, it really has to be that perfect storm. It cost me a lot of critters, man. There's no doubt. And I, I've gotten to that point where I've had guys that are a lot better hunters and you say, hey, man, you, you're at a crossroads. You, you want to step up your game and you want to start killing those magnum, trophy quality animals. The camera's going to have to get set to the side. And 
I haven't been able to do it yet, man. I something about to me, and when I work with Muley Crazy Nine and Ryan Hatch, the owner, the guy's killed more big deer than I mean anyone I know of. The guy's just a monster. We were talking one day about how you know he was teasing me how I've never really killed any big deer, and I said, "Well, I kill him with the camera all the time." He just fell on the floor laughing like that was the dumbest <laughs> thing he'd ever heard in his life. But as a film guy who just happens to love filming. You know, when a guy comes into the office and says, hey, I saw a giant buck last night. He was 35 easy. I, you can't even believe how big it is. I'm like, where's the video? Oh, I didn't film him. I'm almost, like, annoyed by it because your story sucks. Like, I want to see the video. So I pride myself in capturing that buck on the mountain with the camera so I can show everybody because I love to share the stories. I love to validate. But, again, like I said, I don't kill a lot of stuff, so if I can compile awesome footage and make a, a good film out of it or whatever. I feel like that's kind of like my, that's my memory. That's my journal entry. That's my notch of my tag, you know, metaphorically speaking. It's, it's just like a, it's another way I can celebrate the time up there. And, and film to me is like, it's just the coolest thing ever. And now with phone scope and these other products that are out there, it's so easy to like, I mean, your, your spotting scope's already on the buck. Just slip your phone and push your cord. Now you got footage of him. And then when you kill him, how much sweeter is that? You got live velvet footage of your deer. So I'm a huge advocate of filming, you know. And obviously your pack is just a nightmare. Like, it adds so much weight because I carry a big, beefy Manfrotto carbon tripod and I got, you know, three cameras in there and lenses. But I don't know, man. When it's all said and done, and the weight is irrelevant because the footage is... You know, it's totally worth it. I watch I watch my videos more than anybody because I like to relive those experiences. You know, I get to go hunt year round by watching my old stuff. Well, we enjoy watching them, man, and and nothing but respect. Because, like I said, you know, there's got to be something said for for someone like yourself that put yourself out there, put yourself in in the public eye, and and oh, you know, you open yourself up for criticism for for haters to to say stuff. And you know, that brings you know, there's another video you posted on that, so. On that topic, I mean that's that's for another day. But check out ZachGriffith.com. Zach, um, we appreciate your insight and and kind of diving into the mind of Zach for a few minutes this morning. As far as just staying in tune all year, man. I mean that, that's that's really it. Just put everything in perspective. You know, know what you want to do. Learn your body. You know, make yourself the best you you can for for the season. But you know, to close out, man, is there anything you got coming up that you want to let people know about, or I mean, wh- where we can find you? You got anything, anything in the in the burner you know, there? The Western Hunting Expo that's in February. Um, you know, just just gonna save up my money, put in for my tags. I've got some a lot of points in Nevada and Utah, so hopefully start pulling some some more good tags. And I just want to say thanks for the compliments. I mean, you're a guy that I respect, and you're very much like uh, to me one of the top top dogs in the industry because you know it from all angles. You own a shop. You're absolute ninja athlete and you kill stuff i mean it's like you know i'm honored to be on the show and i'm grateful you know grateful for the compliments you threw at me so you know anytime i'm I'm wide open to do this again so hey man i appreciate the compliments too and, and we'll, we'll talk again soon because like i said this you know with with my new format here with the podcast it's it's trying to give people consistent contact content sure. and it's it's something that you're doing you've been doing for a long time you know yeah and, and you your blog going. is that's it. Your your blog is is awesome because there's always new content, you know. And and like you said, you know, whether it's uh, a quick, hey, you know what, try this in the gym if you haven't tried something, or you know, look at it from this perspective. 
or check out this hunt. Man, it's 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 a lot of work. You're taking a, your free time is essentially work, you know. And that's that's kind of what what a lot of us do that that, that are trying to uh, further ourselves in this industry. That's that's tough, but um, nothing but respect, man. I pre I like watching your stuff, and I appreciate you coming on. So you going to be around uh, the ATA at all or Shot Show? No, I probably I probably won't be it either. Actually, um, I might swing down to Shot. Um, I I really do like the consumer shows more just because I just like hanging out with guys and sharing stories and stuff. You know, it's more of a just a grassroots thing. It's just funner. I don't know. <laughs> I've been to the big ones. I like the the, the little ones more. <laughs> all good, man. All good. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, close out this show with thanking our partner for for this show, and that's Hoyt Archery. Make sure you check out Hoyt.com. Look at check out their new Defiant series. Uh, I'm I'm really hyped, uh, excited about the Carbon Defiant specifically. That's probably what I'm gonna be hunting with. What what do you what do you think of the new bow, Zach? I can't wait. I've been waiting for my carbon for three months. I, I want a specific <laughs> color, and it's not in, in stock, so I don't get it till the beginning of the year. But two more weeks, man. Cannot wait. Right on. No, that's it. Check out Hoyt.com. Uh, check out the online uh, t-shirt design we've got up this month. So if you do a pre-order, like I said, you'll get about seven bucks off of what the shirt will actually sell for in February. A lot of, a lot of new information coming up. Make sure you check that out. And I'm going to leave you with this last quote, and that is, never settle for an imperfect arrow. So thanks again, Zach. This is going to close out this week-long session of motivation and how to stay motivated and what guys do to stay motivated. So Right on, Zach. We appreciate it again, and we'll see everybody on the next one.